Yeah, you already know what it is. It's the Warm Respecters podcast. It's Wiley. Yeah. We here again. Yeah, fresh off the Trump check, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we back. You know, I'm here with Kay and Adrian. How y'all doing? Gucci. You know, we straight. You know, we been we took a little break, but you know, we back. We back. We straight. We Gucci, no Ferragamo. You hear me? Mm-hmm. You know, we in the building. It's the pod. We here. We in the building. But Kay's not even in the lounge. Me and Wiley in the building. Kay's somewhere what? else. What? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm in the lounge respecting women. That's that's why I'm out there. <laughs> they needed somebody to open the door, so, you know. That's a bar. Open the door for them, mm-hmm. you know. That's a bar. You know. You know, all right. But, yeah, yeah um... We got some interesting topics to get into today. We got two interesting ones. Um, the first one we're going to go into is NBA 2K and their My Player slash just, or the My Career slash My Player Builder and what what some changes we think need to be made. So who wants to jump into their first? I'll, I'll save mine for last because, you know. All right. Uh, I guess I can go first. All right, so I know y'all play 2K a lot more than I do these days. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna need y'all to brace and save y'all y'all reactions till after I throw it all out there first. You know, because it's gonna sound wild at first. It's gonna be difficult to do that. <laughs> all right, but uh, okay, so you know, like 2K, the my player builder for 2K20, they have like the four different uh, archetypes, like. Finishing the defense slash rebounding, playmaking, and shooting, right? Yeah. I would, my, the thing I would decide to do is separate it so that there's five categories, and that fifth category would be posting. So it'd be, which would be post play and rebounding. So it would be the ratings that would fall under that would be post control, post hook, fade away. And offensive and defensive rebounding. I can't, and, I can't wait. I know you said wait, but I have a question. Okay, yeah, what's I can't your help question? it. You know me; I like to ask questions during it. You know, because if I don't I'm ask a, a question, I'll forget. So, real quick, before you ask your question, I'm gonna just let you know. I I made I accounted for what that does to the other archetypes. So, if I'm taking something from another archetype. I tried to address that in that other archetype. Is that what your question is going no, to be? My, yeah, I mean, sort of, because I was going to ask this. I was going to be like, for guards, like, because you know how posting goes with playmaking nowadays, because they take the post yeah. category away. So for guards or small forwards or wing players that want to make post scores or give their players some post-up ability, what about them, per se? If it's going to go with rebounding, then that's kind of, it feels like it's going to be like, limited to mostly a big position but like because i like i have my my shooter my main my main build that's a scorer he has a high post up so i can score with him on all levels like my three level score he scores in the from the three he scores driving to the hoop dunking or he posts up so i was like in situations like that how how would that play then so the idea i was i was leading into this was players well I guess traditionally, players that post up are usually near the rim, so they're usually most likely to be the ones on crashing the offensive glass. So I was thinking about it from that aspect, which, yeah, would lean more to, like, like your your bigger players or, like, your small forwards and up. Um, I would – I mean, it'd be just like how it is now with 2K, where if you want to make your, your person a certain archetype or you want to make them a dual archetype, you can do that, but you're going to suffer in other areas. So if you want to make a guard that's a primary, like, post player, they would be good at doing, like, post stuff and, like, rebounding, but, like, everything else they would kind of be just mediocre in. Um, so it, they wouldn't really be, like, your traditional, like, dribbling, uh, playmaking point guard or even like you know, a point guard that can guard the perimeter, unless you expend your your extra skill points on those ratings. But yeah, you would be primarily you can post up, you can do post hooks, you can fade away, and you can rebound. 
what if I want to be just a scorer and I don't want to do everything else with the post scoring? Like I was talking about, like my main build. Like he doesn't have like post moves, so he's not good at like drop stepping, post hooks, or yeah. like post spins or anything like that. Like none of those fall into his category. But since he's a pure scoring build, post fadeaways like fall into his category. So like, I'll go like sometimes if I see a smaller guard on me or a smaller player. I'll ask for a clear out, and I'll go to, like, the elbow. I won't necessarily go all the way to the block, but I'll go to the elbow so that I give myself room to either I post fade away from there or I face up and I hit a couple jab steps and either drive by or do a step back jumper. So, for like, if you were trying to go for a player, like, building somebody like a Kobe or, like, a modern-day player like that, like, how, how – like, you don't want to do everything else in the post. You just want to do, like, a certain thing. All right, so, okay, so this is why I wanted to, like, kind of run through everything first because I still have, like, a lot uh, to explain, love. But I'll answer your question. Um, so, you know how, like, right now, right, you can make, you can make, like, a defensive player, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, a pure defensive player. But you can still, you can put up all their defensive ratings, but you'll have leftover points. And you can kind of just spin those wherever you want in the other categories, right? So you could like you could make the archetype you want and still invest points in your your post uh, control or whatever your post fade away or whatever. But it's just that it won't be as high as a player that's primary or post player. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And I, I understand so, why you want to go through it all, but I'm trying to go through it from a like a perspective, not only just me asking questions, but the audience at the same time. So if you, yeah, like, we won't be able to kind of if you go through your, the whole thing. I was just saying I wanted to run through the whole thing first, and then if y'all wanted to ask questions after hearing everything, yeah, then. I, yeah, I was still going to answer any questions y'all had. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, I just didn't want. I don't. I didn't want to make it seem like I was just kept trying to interrupt. I was just trying to explain why nah, I was nah, asking I questions. I, I knew you was going to have questions. That's why I was like just trying to hold it. Yeah, but I'm gonna uh, forget some of the questions near the end that somebody in the audience might have. So that's why I was like, let me as you saying your points. Let me just ask the question there. Yeah. Hmm. Um. All right. Uh. All right. So let me. So let me give you then insight then if you want to do that. So basically, I'm just going to talk about four of the categories that are going to be affected by this. So the first one is obviously the post and rebound. I'm going to talk about how this affects the shooting uh, archetype. I'm going to talk about how it affects the playmaking archetype and how it affects the, the, the defending archetype. So if you want to ask after like I go over what will change with each one, I can do that. Okay. Um, uh, but re- real quick, just to finish up with the post thing. Uh, the badges they would give would be like the deep fades, deep hooks, post spin, dream shake, rebound chaser, box and worm. So basically all post post up and rebounding badges. Um, and that would just be that. That would be the type, the new type to be created. So you could still do like the dual archetype thing or the primary thing. It's just that instead of it being just a solid four that they have now, it would be a five. Um, so obviously since like... Post fadeaway is currently a shooting, a shooting, uh, a shooting rating at this point for players. Um, shooting would only have like three ratings at this point, being like mid range, three pointer, and free throw. Um, so controversially, uh, to to address this, so they don't only have like three things that you can boost. I would add a rating called deep shooting that would allow that would determine how well you shoot from five plus feet away, but from the three point line, but a person that has like 99 deep shooting wouldn't be as successful as making an open shot as a player that has 99 three point shooting and shoots right near the three point line. But it would just be a rating. Cause you know, there's players now that shoot well beyond the three point line in the NBA. And it's like, thing people would people do it would i don't know that that would how that's be that would be how i address the small amount of of ratings you get to boost as a shooter as a pure shooter or just as a dual shooter or whatnot um it makes sense so you want to balance because you i get why you want to add something like that for players such as like curry and dame and trey young but you also can't have that be the most overpowered thing because then everybody's just gonna make that 99 yeah so I get that yeah. you're like there's a balance like they'll like you it's gonna have to be a trade off. So when you're closer to the three point line, 
It's just you're not going to be as successful. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know how, like, you know how in the game, as to, basically for all the 2Ks up to this point, if you're, like, closer to half court, they shoot the ball. They have, like, a different animation for how they shoot and whatnot. Yeah. Between, like, the closer you get to the three-point line, the, the, the more it resembles their actual shooting form. And, like, some players just, like, you, you get too far and they can't hit anything. Um, this rating, like, the deep the deep shoot-in rating would be kind of, like, between five-plus feet away from the three-point line and half-court. So, like, they'd be able to potentially just make half-court shots if they're open. But they would need to have, like, a high enough rating to do that. And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, like, super successful where they're always hitting it, but it'd be more successful than, like, your non-shooting builds, if that makes any sense, because they did invest uh, their their skill points in that. Well, would that eliminate um, the badge, like, range extender and stuff like that? It would it would basically be the same thing as range extender. I don't know if I would. I was thinking about that as I was as you were talking about something earlier. It it would work the same way. I don't know if I would get rid of the badge or just like make it uh or just keep the badge and have the the rating. But it will work along the same lines as that. So maybe it would make sense to kind of just like not have it be a badge and just have it be a rating. Um. But yeah, that's 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 how it addressed the shooting uh, archetype. Uh, so you got any you got any more questions about that? No, I'm good on that one. I just I just wanted to know about the range extender thing. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, so try to get through the last two real quick. So playmaking, obviously, would only have two ratings left with uh, pass. What is it? Pass accuracy and ball control or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so to fix that, I would add a rating called like dribbling stamina, <laughs> which would basically work the same way as handles for days. So it'd basically be like the higher your dribbling stamina is, the longer you can dribble the ball without like completely losing all your stamina. Um, at 99, you, you'd be able to dribble longer than the average player, but it wouldn't be like you would just dribble without losing any stamina. Like it wouldn't be completely busted, but it'd be like, all right, you invested your skill points and in, in upgrades into this, so you're going to be able to dribble for a lot longer than the, your average person. And I was also thinking, potentially, I wasn't sure about this, but adding, like, flashy passing as a rating. So, like, the higher your flashy pass rating is, the high, the more accurate your flashy passes are, or the better your player is at uh, doing flashy passes or the more animations, flashy pass animations they are allowed to do, the higher the rating. Um, which would probably, I don't know if I, the same thing with the, the the range extender. I don't know if I would keep the the handles for days and the flashy pass badges and have those those skills, but those are things I would was thinking to address there only being like two ratings post the post-rebound archetype being added. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just not really anything would change with defense other than they'd lose the rebounding, um, the rebound offensive defensive rebounding traits. Uh, so the only thing I would add would probably be like a shot contest rating, which is if you just play like the base game, the players have that as a rating already. So it's not like I'm adding something completely new. But it would be a rating that would help both guards and guards, wings, and big men defend better if they have a rating that says that that will make them better at contesting shots and might give them better animations at actually contesting shots besides just their block rating and what is what is the block badge called? Rim protector. Um, rim protector. Yeah. So. Yeah, they'd have like an extra rating that would make them better than everybody else and just like bother people's shots. So you don't necessarily need to have, well, I don't know if I would get rid of Intimidator because that does allow you to affect shots without actually contesting. But I figure like defenders just having like perimeter defense, interior defense, steel block, and lateral quickness. If you're a big man, perimeter f- defense 
might not help you as much. So you really only got steel block, interior defense, and maybe lateral quickness, and vice versa. Vice versa, if you're a guard, interior defense is really going to help you. So I figured that in shot contest to kind of help both because it's something that is a defensive trait that's already in the game, but isn't necessarily given to your my player. And yeah, that was that was that. Um, I had like another throwaway idea that I might just quickly go over later, but that was my general idea. Okay, um, about the taking the rebounding away from defense, uh, I don't. What about players that want to? What about people that want to make players like Dennis Rodman or somebody? Like they want to make defensive and rebounding players, but then they're gonna have to worry about their post post as well because that's going into that category now. I feel like there'll be backlash from the community just because they're like, well, we don't want to be post players. We're just trying to strictly like play our role and be defenders. But we have to yeah. add into the post. And I'm just going based off the system it is now. So that means some of their Hall of Fame badges would have to go into the post one. And their rating wouldn't be as their po- their rebound rating wouldn't be as high because they're not a pure post player. So since they're since they're a hybrid, obviously your ratings like like go lower. So people might be upset that they can't make a rebounding player like that and just make like a root like somebody like Dennis Rodman or Ben Wallace who's just there to rebound and play defense. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And honestly, like my thoughts about that is prior to this two K there was just a rebounding archetype. Yeah. Um so if you wanted to be that wanted to be a glass cleaner that's what you did. Like that, that was an archetype you can pick, but obviously in this one, they decided to mix it with defense, but rebounding isn't inherently, well, this is just my opinion. Rebounding isn't inherently a defensive, uh, thing in basketball. No, you do it on all fans and right The best rebounder in the league right now is Andre Drummond. And he's not a great defender, but he's the best yeah. rebounder in the league. So I, yeah, that goes hand in hand with what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, um, all about effort and positioning. Yeah, Absolutely. I get what you're saying now, like how it is defense and rebound are the same. If you want to make a, let's say like a Draymond Green or Dennis Rodman, yeah, it makes sense for them to be both in the same category. But then you have players that are like, like stretch bigs that also rebound, that don't play real good defense. Yeah, they don't play real good defense. They have to invest in, as as is, they have to invest in defending to get the rebounding ability if they just want to be like a three and rebound player. So it's kind of like, it, realistically, they had it. What, I'm, what my idea is just given more archetypes rather than just like the four that they have, even though the four make it more simple. Um... But it's like you kind of you're kind of forcing people to go down a certain path in order to make the specific player they want. Yeah, I think Two K um, was just trying something new this year, so they yeah. there's like trial and error. They saw that they're like, oh well, let's see if this works, and they saw like how it worked, and they can make like little tweaks to, for next year. And they're like, okay, we saw that this worked in this regard, but this didn't work, so we're gonna take this away and add this. So I don't I don't see the it being the exact same system as it is like. Like, this year, I don't see it being the exact same next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just, all right, I'm going to just try to do this real quick. I had a throwaway idea that mm-hmm. I wasn't 100% about, but I was the other thing I was thinking is rather than just make you pick an archetype, I would just make it so that you have, like, a pool of skill points, right? And then you could invest those points wherever you want, and it'd be like you could – the points will let you boost your skill from either 25 rating to a 99 rating. And the areas that you put more investment in would be like where you get the badges. So if it, it so still have like the archetypes, but instead of make forcing you to be either a primary or a dual thing, if you want to have a person that rebounds and shoots threes, then you just put those things up and then you spend the rest of the points everywhere else. And then you would get rebounding badges and shooting rebound shooting badges. And then based on how much points you put in the other things, you may get like a bronze or silver badge in those areas. That was my only other idea. But it's like I feel like that would break away a lot of the limitations yeah, that you have where it's game. like, oh, 
you have to be this archetype, but because you're this archetype, you get badges that you may not necessarily want, or you may have to put up skills that you don't want in order to maximize the amount of badges you can get for like a defender. Uh, for, for example, like I have a rim protector, um, but I'm not going to ever be out on a perimeter really, but I have to put my perimeter defense all the way up in order to maximize the badges I get. I mean, you so have it's kind of like sometimes, like if somebody sets a screen, you have to switch. In my experience, like as a as a five, I haven't been out on the perimeter like much at all. I'm usually down there getting rebounds. Yeah, I guess it depends deep. on what kind of team you play against. If you play against a heavy pick and roll style team, then you would need that. But yeah. if you're not, I understand what you're saying. But I still feel like that just break the game, like that that because just like that idea sounds good on paper. But knowing how this yeah. community is, and that it it literally would just break the game, and people would exploit that and just have one build. It's just like everybody would be using the max ball handling and max three point shooting, and just cheese that the entire time. You getting cooked on defense? Yeah, but you say that, but at the same time, like like people with one defensive badge, like it doesn't matter. Like like you can play deep if you're a smart player. You can play defense still without the um, bad. Like it's just, it's just who's gonna exploit who the most. Because look at how the two K um, metas usually go. Most people, most times in these past few two Ks, the it's like the defenders aren't. Besides last year with the defender being able to have corner specialists being able to shoot threes, like defenders aren't like key roles. Like the main score, like they're just offensive. They're like this year's offensive threat. That's what they are, or last year's playmaking sh- um, sharpshooter, and they didn't care about defense because like they're smart enough, they can figure it out on defense. But it's just who's cheesing who, right. and but most times th- those people aren't guarding each other anyway. They'll have a designated lock, and that designated lock is playing guarding their best player. But besides that, and they hide the rest of them because most people run zones and they just sit in the corners and everything. But I just yeah, I just feel like that just exploit people make exploits. So you you're right. But the reality is with with most video games that are online and competitive games, people that are the higher you get in skill level, the more the better people are at exploiting the game itself. Yeah. And that goes across like all video games. Like you look at fighting games, you look at racing games, you look at sports games, like that's just how it is. People are gonna look for ways to exploit the game regardless what it is, even if it's the smallest thing that lets them like do something quicker or skip a certain thing or do something better than the average person, people are going to be looking for those exploitations. And it's just like, it, it that comes however you want to dice it up. And it, yeah. yeah, cheese is everywhere. Like just look at food. There's cheese in every type of cuisine. On the planet. <laughs> look at this man. Get him, I mean, that's, that's a weird analogy, but yeah. <laughs> all right they're all gonna right. find the cheese man yeah yeah you talked a long time that was 23 minutes k yeah i mean yeah <laughs> i was like that's how we doing it yeah so yeah. it looks like this is gonna be not two topics but it, looks like it might just be one topic i mean i mean that's fine yeah, let's we can just save that uh that uh the anime joint for uh the next episode yeah, yeah i don't mind yeah, it i'll just saying that that's probably what's going to happen but wiley yeah. jumping to yours uh oh okay, okay. Had to find my thoughts real quick. I got distracted. Uh the only thing I would do would be uh Well, I would do two things. First things first, we gotta get them small forwards correct. <laughs> because the best players in the league are small forwards, but you try to make a small forward on two K, they act like if you're taller than six seven you can't do anything except for dunk and rebound, basically. Because you're too slow to defend on the perimeter if you're 6'9 or 6'8. Even though Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are 6'9 and 6'8. But it's just, I just need accurate representation in a video game that's supposed to be accurate representation. Like, guards are there. We, we get it. Guards are the best thing on the game. And centers are there, too. Power fours are kind of, eh. Like, uh, it's take it or leave it with that. But, I mean, you just make a small forward to be a power forward at this point. So, that's that's what it is. 
But I just, I, I don't, I'm not saying I want a 6'10 small forward like Giannis, but like, you know, give me something like that. Like, it exists. Yeah. It, it's real life. Or I don't want a seven footer shooting like KD, but I mean, it's a thing in real life. So, yeah. but then everybody's gonna use a build like that. Though. I know, but it's just, it's gonna be like like two K fifteen. But it's like I need more variety in the game because otherwise it's just gonna be three guards. And it's nothing wrong with having three guards, but like a true small forward position is just it, it, it's a cool thing. Like I don't know. Like, and it's like some of the best players in history are are literally small forward. So it's kind of like it, it just it don't make sense to me that that's been a I wouldn't say a abandoned position because I feel like power forward is the most abandoned position. Absolutely. But right after power forward is small forward, and then everything else is really like they put energy into those. So I don't know. Like, the only pie charts that made sense for small forwards were the pure playmaking and the de- defense? No, nah, the defense um, doesn't make sense because, remember, Lonzo made his um, lock, and he has a lower rebound than Broderick's lock. Okay, so the playmaking, and that's it. That, and that's the, that's and that's you cool. can barely say playmaking. The playmaking's cool, it's just, but you're, you're still so slow because you're – like, physical Bro, pie chart is awful. Because you have to be slow because you're a small forward. Yeah, because if you make that same build... Cause I remember I was messing around with my player builder. If I was messing around, I'd be like, I'd make a small forward and I'd make a shooting guard. I'd make them the exact same build, put the exact same attributes, and pick the same pie, um, physical pie chart. But you would get more badges if you made him a shooting guard or a power forward than you would if you made him a small forward. Like, it, it would cap you up. Like, okay, you make you want to make him a shooter? Guess what? He's gonna or like a playmaking shooter. I mean, he's gonna get seventeen badges. If you make him that as shooting guard, he gets like eighteen to twenty badges. Like it just it just changes. It's like I don't I don't understand that. Like, like why they? Do- I, I get it because in what two K seventeen and eighteen, I think yeah, small fours were kind of crazy. But it's I like think they were still crazy with the locks, small forward. Yeah. But it's like, come on now. You can't just nerf the entire position because of what happened three years ago. Like, that is, mm-hmm. it don't make sense to me. But, I mean, it could be like power forward and just garbage all around. But, I mean, you say like, garbage. I don't know. But hey, that power forward position compared to that. I mean, level. you can make way better builds, power forward builds, absolutely. But it's like you can't even make no, uh, you can't even make a mellow bill really as small forward because mellow is six eight. Yeah, he's six eight. I remember I made that mellow bill, but the only way to get attributes and stuff similar to him, I had to make him like six five. Because if I like make it, him six, that's, six that's, that's that's a crazy thing to do. Yeah, because like, if I make him six five, six, small forward he, is disgusting. Exactly, because he can't shoot. Like his, well, he can shoot. But his shooting doesn't go to where I want it to be for the mellow build. He gets less, like I said, he gets less badges. And you know, badges run the game. And he gets, so I'm going to have one less badge at every category. And what's called my attributes get so much worse. And it's like, uh, I go from like an 83 pointer to like a 76. And it's like, I don't, mm. that doesn't make sense. Like, I, I should still be able to do something. Like, you want to take my a little of my speed away. If you want to take a little of my ball handling, but you can't just act like taller players can't shoot. You can't even make a Scotty Pippen mm. build. Nope. I just looked it up. Larry Bird and Andre Karolinko were both 6'9", and they were small forward shooters. Yes, they were. Well, Kar- uh, yeah. Karolinko was a crazy. Swiss Army knife. He could do it all. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, can't uh, even make a LeBron build. Joe knows did, but he made him. He can't. He said he had to make him a six seven, because if you make him any taller than that, like he's just extremely slow. And he said he struggles with that six seven. He said nobody's really gonna be making this build. Like the build is great now at Legend. People are like, oh my god, that build's great. But he gets ten extra badges, so it looks really great. Before then, he he just uh, he's just a phenomenal player. So of course he made the build look good. But if like an average player were to make that same build. 
it, it wouldn't work the same. Which is sad. Like, I just, I want to make up my little bill and post up and shoot threes. But I can't do that. Yep. Because 2K doesn't like small forward. Okay, I have a question. I see both of y'all been focusing mainly on the My Player Builder. Y'all don't have anything else y'all want to 2K to correct? Like, anything in regards to Pro-Am Park? Anything else? Not really. Like, Mm. they're going to do what they're going to do. So, I just would be like, you know, this is the game this year. This is what it is. As long as they don't put these... I was about to say something crazy. (laughs) As long as they don't put these cages in the game next year, I'll be fine with whatever. They Double repping the cages right now, though. I know that. Like, who's who's going to the cages or don't? Like, it's, I get it. It's cool. It's a fun thing, but well, like, want. this is unnecessary, bro. Well, they. I get why they <laughs> added cages because because okay, people have been complaining for a while in the park community. Like, yeah, because you know they've been trying to find that balance because it's supposed to be street ball. It's like they need to find a balance to where it's arcadey, but it's still fun so they're like we need an arcadey like park kind of thing and we need a like a sweaty park kind of thing and that's why they added the 3v3 pro m so that could be your sweaty park and then you still have the regular park if you want to just do that and then you got the cages if you want to like do that still where you're knocking people down with screens jumping up on the trampolines and have that arcadey mode because you know they're just trying to they're trying to please everybody and it's hard to please everybody i hate the cages so much I mean, but the cages aren't, like, for somebody like you. The cages are structured for people, more casual fans that want to just play in an arcade mode. Isn't, real quick, isn't 2K supposed to be, like, a real simulation type game? Like, a realistic? Well, yeah. So why would they try to throw arcade stuff in there? The real question is, why would they throw slam ball in here? Slam has not been relevant well, for just, at least I'll, 17 years. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a little exaggeration. I'd say 10, but yeah. Early thousands. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the reason is, okay, is because, like I said, they're trying to a- appeal to everybody. Like, you gotta like you gotta think your fan base is asking for a certain thing. Like, every year they ask for more and more because... P- no one's ever satisfied. Like we, us, we might be like, okay, you can keep the same park, the same rec pro and everything else. As long as you focus on making the game good and making it like balancing the bills, we'll be happy. But other people are like, no, we keep seeing the same exact park every year. We see the same exact rec center and pro and we need something new. Cause a lot of park players, that's one of their biggest concerns. They're like, we want a new park. We want a new something else. Like we like the game. Cool. But we want a new, like environment and everything else so and, and then they're like we don't all we also don't want it to be like this we want it to be fun and just like i'm just messing around i can have like a good old-fashioned time whereas i, well, I don't always have to be like well i'm trying so people want different things like that so 2k is like uh we gotta appeal mm-hmm. remember like Actually, just, they should now, just come to NBA Love now yeah, I was fun. about to say something about that but now that you're saying that I don't want the same park, but I don't really care about the park that much. But I would like to not see the same thing again for another year when I'm loading up into it because I'm forced to load up into it because I have to load up into it to get to all the other places. But I just uh, I, I need I need that that wreck and that pro in one word match making. That's what I need. <laughs> Do not give me. Three point guards, <laughs> a power forward, and a small forward, and throw me in there with a team that has all five positions, because clearly we're going to get killed. They, they came in it, just, it doesn't make sense. You should just fill the spots accordingly. Like it's not hard to do that. Well, I mean, yeah, because they they don't. That's the thing people have been asking for a while, like matchmaking, like um, like ranked and unranked matchmaking as well. Because they're like. Because, like, especially people that are not as good at the game or they don't play the game as much, like, they might be, like, an 80 overall and they might be on, like, a rookie 2 or, like, a pro 1. People see those and they're like, oh, we don't want to play again. They play leave the that lobby so fast. Huh? I said yeah. they leave out that lobby yeah. so fast. Yeah, and so it's hard for them to find games. So 2K just throws them with whoever and be like, 
will here play with them and people are like I don't want to play with them so they need to put them in more lobbies like with people of themselves because there's lots of if you load up in any park you see the most that's in there are like pros and rookies but they're getting ran by superstars elites and stuff and it's like that's literally what we were just doing yeah so that's what but I, was like, I feel like uh, I feel like you said something about this like in another episode where they should do uh, what is it Ranked and unranked? Oh, well, yeah, that, but, uh, like, Overwatch. That was a different, uh... Oh, tier. yeah. When we were talking about the Overwatch thing, yeah, I did say that. I did oh, say yeah, how so, there, there should be a certain thing you have to unlock to get to, like, certain things. Because you should definitely have to be a certain level to go into the wreck. Yeah, well, not... I mean, if you got a squad, maybe not so much. But, but you're going in there by yourself? Like that yeah, by yourself, sense. absolutely. You gotta, you gotta be something. I don't know. Yeah, cause I like, yeah. I was like, cause remember how, like, like you were saying, we were playing a while ago. How um, I joined my little brother's park. I was gonna play with him, but then we started just playing twos by ourselves. And it's like we looked at the park and we're like, why are there so many like bums in here? There's like so yeah, many so, new players so many. here, and there's like so many seventy and eighty overalls. And it's just like we're running the twos and right. we're running that. Like you can't, like it's like you put in sharks. And there were goldfish. Yeah, it's like there's no reason. Like, like we're almost elites now, and it's like there's no reason for us to be in a lobby with rookies and pros, but they have us in this lobby, and so we're just like fiending, and we're like, well, we're gonna get a competition. You go to another neighborhood, and then you just hope you get in the neighborhood where there's better ranked players. Because if there's not, you just gotta sit there and be like, okay, well, I'm just gonna keep beating these players then, because there's nothing else to do. Cause, and then it's like those players get upset because they're like, why are we having to play against them? Because that's not fair. But So, are y'all asking for like an elite wreck to be for like uh, once you, you get know, to a certain rank and rank? I feel like, have yeah, actually, yeah, like something like that. Because when, well, I was just in the wreck earlier, actually, and I was in there with a 97 overall. So they put me in there with like other people like 96s 97s my matchup was like a 99 and their team was clearly like, like better like mm-hmm. all around but it was because we had one big and basically four guards so it was just them double teaming whoever because the big was just like kind of there and if you if he can't shoot he's just going to be there trying to set screens because that's yeah. what random bigs do for some reason. I don't. I don't enjoy that. Please don't send me screens, sir. I don't. I don't want that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like if because I'm a superstar too, and that's not like crazy high. But they had me in there with like superstar ones and rookies. Like I, I don't. I don't need to be in there with them because that that's that doesn't make sense. You got to make it a enjoyable experience at least by putting people with similarly skilled Play. players like yeah. at least like now I'm not saying look at my like player card and my stats and put me with nigga put me with people like that <laughs> but put me with some people that like don't quit first of all cause I hate when people load up they quit just they quit, to quit cause that's like you could've literally just did this without even turning the game on if you were just gonna leave the game like, just don't turn the game on if you're quitting. You can't have an experience like that. That doesn't make sense. But anyway, just people that don't quit, people that play the game, and, you know, people that just, like, are good. Not like, I'm not saying I won't not welcome a terrible person, but I'm not opposed to one terrible person, but well, don't give me a whole, whole entire team of terrible people. Because yeah, then it's just sense. like, you want me to do some LeBron 2015 type stuff, <laughs> and you got me going against the Warriors, and I'm being double teamed every possession because my teammates are rookies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know me. I don't even like going to the race. I, I stopped. I went like a month straight. Cause like just not going to a wreck because it was just like it's it was boring to me. It's like I don't like going in there with no competition. It's like I was like I either play I want to play pro am or I don't want to play two K at all. Because I mean, it was like there was no I competition. Mean, we're not super elite, 
but we're pretty good. Like, yeah. so we in the wreck just running people because we got a squad, and you can tell when other people don't have squads because yeah. they don't look like they want to play with each other. Yeah, they don't look organized, mm-hmm. and you just you're just blowing people out by 40, 50 every game, and I'm like, I'm like, you can. Why like I have I've made over I've made between fifteen and eighteen bills this year, and like roughly and like grinding them up and then I'll delete a bill then I'll remake another bill simply because of the fact I get bored because our main group we don't, we don't play as many pro am games as I wish we could we did but since we so we don't usually have all our players on so we usually go me and Wiley for the first couple months of rec I mean for the for the release we were playing rec with randoms and we had a decent win percentage our win percentage when we have our friends our win percentage is on the upper 90s but when we're without our friends it's like we we range between the 60 to 70 percent all with randoms and it's still like that's not like great but it's still good enough especially with with randoms with us and it's like we'll go in there with new bills we just made just to get a challenge like we'll go up there with like an 82 overall like me and wiley pulled up one time we made we just made two locks for fun we so we made two non-shooting locks, both for like an eighty overall, like an eighty-three overall, and then we went in there, no badges, nothing, and then we went on like a seven-game win streak with randoms, and then we were having fun that one night, and then we deleted our locks and never used them again because we were like that was only fun for that one night because we were bored and we just wanted something to challenge us, and that's I was like there's there shouldn't be a reason for us to be like well we need a challenge so we're gonna go just do stuff like that. We should be able to go into a ranked mode and be like, "All right, we're expecting a challenge since we're in rank now, and getting to getting to have a good time playing the game." Like that's, that's all uh, when me and Kate, we used to play live, like with some of the other people in the party, and like live, it's like I mean, it's easy to grind your player on live because I mean, all you gotta do is play the game, basically. Yeah. But. It was always like some comp when we actually played against real people, and I enjoyed that because they matched us with people. Well, they even matched us with people on our level or above our level, and I like that yeah. because it's like, oh, I get to see what what that does. See, real quick, the difference between live and how two K does it is live. You have like your ten people if you have a five on five. They don't just say, oh, you showed up with five, so we're going to put all y'all on one one team. They kind of, as people come into the room or the session, they split people up and put them on different teams. So if there's like a bunch of 90s on one team, but they're like a 70 or something on the other team, if a 99 comes in, they're going to automatically put them on the 70s team to kind of balance it out. So it's not like a complete wash. And they also position field. Yeah, position field makes sense. Because, like, I mean, ratings don't always matter necessarily. Because, like, I was just talking about, like, how me and Wiley pull up, we pull up a bad, like, build. Like, and Sometimes we see, you just need that position. Yeah, like, you, we just make a build just because we need that position, and it'd be a bad build. And we'll go against somebody higher overall than us and higher rep than us. But if we're since we're the better players, we'll outplay them and beat them. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You, just because you, you have a higher... Overall, just means you played the game. You could be a my career ninety nine, yeah. and you just played the game a lot. Excuse me, in my career, so that you got your player up, but you're not really right. good at the game. So, like, so, you don't. I don't fear you. So, with the matchmaking thing, right? How would y'all go about like? So I know in like Overwatch, you have to get to level twenty five to even do like competitive. But they made it so that the regular quick play is automatically matchmade when it didn't used to be. Um, but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is this, right? Would you make it so that in 2K, the matchmaking is, oh, you have to win a certain amount of games in the regular rec before you can go to the elite rec where there's matchmaking? Or would you do something else where it's like, oh, based on your, your tier as a player, so you were saying like superstar, pro, rookie and then like legend like would it be oh we're going to put you in a wreck with these tier people um, I want uh, to do it should be like it should be a requirement for sure like a certain amount of games played before you step in there a lot of people 
they get their player, and the first thing they do is go straight to the wreck. Like, that's, I mean, some that's, people that's, aren't that's, my career players, and some people can do that, but not everybody can do that. Yeah, don't don't step in this wreck with no sixty overall, bro. Yeah, I promise you, if you match <laughs> up, it's not going to be a fun time for you. Yeah, but like, I like the tier thing because I've I've always said that because if you play head to head, like if you play head to head, like playing out online, there's already a tier list. Like they they go by um like JV varsity and everything like that, and then you start getting to the colleges, and then you start getting to like the pro level, and then you start getting like all time great and everything. So they already do a tier system in there, and so if you're in the lower like rankings, you like they 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 match you up with somebody else. Like if you're on JV, they match you up with somebody else that's in JV tier. So that's why I feel like it should be. It, not necessarily like going based off superstar and elite, because like I said, that just means you play the game a lot. Because there's a lot yeah. of like superstars and elites that I've seen, and they have negative win percentages. They have like a 20 win percentage, but they play 2,000 games, so they've gotten enough yeah. XP to get up that high. And it's like they're bad at the game, but they just play the game a lot, so they get the stuff. So I feel like so. they should do the tier list like like that to where you're. Like, because in there you have to win a certain amount of games without losing a certain amount of games. Because if you lose yeah. too, too many games, you drop, but you have to keep winning. So you like, so you have to be somewhat competitive to keep going into the next rank and then jump into the next right. rank. Uh, I feel like I don't know if they should do placement matches, but I feel like they should probably do some placement matches. <laughs> because I mean, it's like. It'd be cool to just put people like in a rank because of like you know their uh, what is it called rep, but it's like man, like what Adrian just said, just because you're elite three or whatever, that don't mean you're good. That just means you just play the game. Like anybody yeah. can like if that's the only game you have, of course you're gonna play that game because that's all you have to play. But it's like. People be casual and just be playing this game, and they're still better than the Elite Three. And it's just like at least like five placement matches, just to just to see where it's at. And depending on like what position you have, it'd be different criteria for it and whatnot. Yeah, or what archetype you have and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know because. It, it, something need to change. Like the wreck is supposed to be like a a fun thing or whatever, but it's like you gotta have one where it's like fun for fun, yeah. And then you gotta have one for like actual competitive people. Well, that's supposed to be what the pro am is. But the but, only problem with that is if you don't have five on. At that's that what they. Time. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like not all everybody has people that they play with. Yeah. Like. Cause remember just, when me and Spin like, started playing with reading them because it was like, um, well, like we needed somebody to play with, and they recruited us to their team. They were like, "Y'all are good, y'all play," and then they add us to their team. But then that wasn't even that fun anymore because when because once you get into the pro ranking, because we were in pro, it like it's, it, it took so long to find games. Like we'd sit there for like thirty, forty five minutes because it would take us forever to find a game because they don't want to match us up with it. Um, like an amateur gold or amateur silver, they're like they want to match it up with another pro team. So it would it would take us like literally forever to find a game. So it's like that's not even then that takes away pro and fun. It's like we don't even want to play pro anymore. We're not about to sit here for an hour. We're just gonna Make go to rank. Restart the whole team, basically. Yeah, you have to restart the whole team and go back to amateur bronze and then be like, and all right, or amateur silver. I feel like that that well, I mean, clearly that's a two K problem, but I feel like that's more of a they make it so hard to rank up. Like, you get one loss, you got to win 10 straight just to even, like, get your, uh, what is it called? I guess your rank to, like, stay stable. Because we was in, what, pro bronze for, like, two games, and we lost two games, and they put us right back down to amateur gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the other like, team. Man, yeah, the other team. This, this don't even make sense. Yeah. Because if it was an actual, like, competitive game, you wouldn't just drop down as soon as you lost two games. Like, you would have to lose five games. Yeah, you have to lose a certain amount. And that's why, but that's why I was like, the, the um, Pro Bronze, 
was still even when we were just in that that was still bad because I was still by it wasn't as bad as later on when you went up higher but that was still bad to find a game. It's like it should. It, I know it's or well, I know it's not a crazy amount of people playing Team Pro M, but I know it's it's a good amount of people playing Team Pro M because not everybody is uh, pro elite. Like it, it don't make sense that we in amateur gold and we taking five minutes to find a game. You know how in um real quick, you know how like in FIFA they had it where they give you like ten games in a quote unquote season, but then if you won like seven out of the first season, then you ranked up to the next tier, and then you had to win like eight, and then you rank ranked up to the next tier. But it wasn't if you lost one of the games, it was over. It was just all right if you lost one of the games, you had to still get a certain amount of wins to maintain or go to the next tier. That's yeah, how that play now head-to-head that's, game is. That's how play now head-to-head is with the tier thing. That's literally what they should do. But I feel like that makes too much sense for 2K, so they can't do that. Yeah. Well, like I yeah. said, that, yeah, I, yeah, people want that to happen, but you got to think the competitive like group of 2K players is a small amount compared to the casual amount of players. Like, like I, t- like I talk about all the time, like, they always say, like, they're trying to, like, they're trying to find that balance. Like, when Ronnie was on live stream talking, he's like, I gotta, he's trying to find that balance between competitive players and regular players, because it's like, like, not everybody has the time, like, like, one player has a thousand hours of putting into the game, and then you have the thousand players that only have, like, a hundred hours to put in the game, the entire release, and it's like, but everybody wants to play every game mode. So, like I said, they always nah, appeal to the casual. Everybody can't play every game mode. But I'm saying that's just how they are. They try to appeal to the casual. Because like every year, 2K, they say they're going to make it a competitive game. And they're going to make it a skill-based game to where you have to get better. And well, every year, after they the would first, make like, it. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. But they would make it so much easier if they just provided more modes that... Some were dedicated to people having fun. Some were dedicated to people being competitive. And then some were like a mixture. Oh, yeah, like, instead of trying to make the entire game be either the perfect balance of fun and competitive or one way more than the other, like, you're preaching you're doing to the this choir, Like, I feel like if EA and 2K, like, if they, not, well, yeah, if they collaborated on some stuff, they would definitely make some pretty good games. Because EA has the concepts, but they don't have the... the the facilities to do what they want to do at this moment. 2K has the facilities, but they don't have the concepts all the way down. I mean, some of you. I mean, some of the developers do. It's just they don't have the. It's not that they don't have the. Um, what's it called the concept? They don't have the resources past that. Like they have, they they have a really good development team. 2K has a really good one of the best development teams. It's just they don't have the resources. Like you got to think of like people like Mike Wang and them. They've said before they work eighty hour weeks every week because they're so low staffed. Like they're low manned. Like they have everything else. Like they have all the other stuff. They just don't have the resources in regards to people, so that they're always stressed out and have the same people working on the game. Like once one game finishes, after like two months, they're already working on the next year's game and they're stressed out doing that. Like they don't get no breaks. If if uh, the next 2K got something similar to that NBA Live uh, Pro Am, where you in the lobby and you just waiting for people to load in and you getting all the players that you need, if they have that and like a team Pro Am thing, yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll probably be better. But like I said, they they. Everybody want they want to appeal to everybody. Like I said, they always say the skill gap, and then they erase it after two weeks. It doesn't Man. even usually last a month. They erase the skill gap. There ain't no skill gap in this game. Well, I'm saying at the beginning of the year, it's always it, bro, more difficult. When we were playing in the beginning of the year, it was scary for us. Yeah. Because we was just running folk. And people, a lot of people were getting exposed because it's like, Y'all got to actually learn how to play the game. Like, if you didn't put time into the game, like, beforehand, like, in, even in, like, whenever the the prelude came out and you were just messing around in the 2KU, 
Like, if you weren't putting time in when the game first dropped, you got exposed a lot. Because well, I remember on that prelude heavy. Yeah, I would spend two to three hours every day when I got home in the prelude, not playing the because you can't play the prelude anymore. Playing the two K U, learning every dribble combination possible, watching all these YouTube videos of shakedown and all these other people breaking down the combos and practicing the combos so that once the game dropped. We were eating. It was like there was no like learning curve. It was like you instantly go into eating, and people didn't know what to do, and it was too difficult to shoot. Cause I remember all the I was watching so many YouTube videos, and everybody was complaining about it being difficult to shoot. And I was like, why is it difficult to shoot? I'm having Man, an easy time. The beginning of the year shooting that was my favorite shooting in two yeah. K in a long because time. Because it was like if you if you were whiting, you were bricking. If you you is like green or nothing. And I was like. Yeah, I got kind of learned my shot. I spent all those hours in the gym by myself in or in the my court shooting. So I was like, yeah, I did all this work to learn my shot. I should be rewarded. You didn't want to learn your shot, and you just wanted to come in straight in here and play. You should be punished for that. You you should have to learn your shot. So it was it was it was wonderful. But then it progressively got easier and easier. And now it's like you can make any build you can shoot. Like I have that lockdown with a fifty three. And I be sitting in the corner hitting threes now, be just just like you have floor general and dimer. Like you don't even have, we don't even always have that in the game. Sometimes I just we don't have it. And I still be hitting, and I be green in the corner, and it's like because the skill gap went away. I be making whites in the corners. Like I have a fifty three. There's no reason I should be making a white in the corner. There's no reason I should be making a green in the corner. I shouldn't be able to shoot in the corner. However, well, I mean, you should be able to shoot in the corner. I mean, I don't, I don't, if you have a 53, I don't think you should be able, able to, shoot. to make the shot if it's a green. Mm. That's how I feel. Mm. If you have like less than a, like, let's say 60, 60, like two or something. Yeah. 62, three. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. I just feel, don't feel like you should, I just feel like you should be punished. And then people can just make builds that don't have to have high threes. Cause like, look at in like how the two way slash and playmaker got extremely popular because it's like it has an 87 dunk. You can drive to dunk, get contact dunks. You can speed boost. You get the playmaking handles and everything. You get Hall of Fame defensive badges, and you get you can have a 67 three. And guess what? If people are greening with a 53, guess what people can do with a 67 three and 10 badges? They can shoot like crazy. So, yeah. Another thing with the skill gap, I feel like. The, the it used to be like you actually had to do something on this game to get to the basket. Now That's all people piece. do is literally tap square, and it pushes the defender out the way. And <laughs> boom, easy basket. Like I'm not saying like I don't do it, but <laughs> I mean I do it skillfully. Like when we were playing in the park the other day, all people were doing were there. Run into the basket, tap square, and boom, you get pushed out the way because that's how the game wants it to go. Yeah, because remember when we were playing a while ago? <laughs> we were playing earlier today, and I le- we were winning. We were watching them because they were um, bums. And I literally put my controller down. I was just standing in the paint. And this dude came over there, and he hop-stepped, and my player literally glided like out of the way because hmm. he like moved out of the way for the hop-step. And I was like, I'm not even touching my controller. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, I didn't push anything. And I was like, he just moves me out the way. And I was like, I don't really care. And it's like, he's a, I, I looked at his badges out the way. He doesn't have fancy footwork or anything. It's like, he's a, he wasn't a good player. That's why, obviously, I put my controller down because I didn't respect him. But I was like, there's no reason that should have, there's no reason something like that should happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Obviously, this is, this is something we can go on about for, like, hours, uh, but, you know, I feel like we should probably, like, wrap it up right here. Because we, we already said a lot. <laughs> we already said a lot. But, uh, but, yeah, this was our opinions on what we think. Uh, how we think the my player or my career or those various modes could be changed or those very thing, various things could be changed about 2K. Um, if you want to hit us up, follow us at Women Respecters on Twitter or hit us up at womenrespecters at outlook.com via email. Um, we are the Women Respecters. Thank you for listening to us again for another episode. We always ask at the end that 
you remember to respect women and that you remember most importantly to always respect yourself. We're out.